Welcome to the Interstoke Podcast. My name is Shane. This is my podcast. If you're new here, welcome. I have my arms out right now. I'm giving you a big air hug. If you're returning, that's what's up. Thanks for supporting me. I really appreciate it, guys, honestly. These podcasts are, you know, they're kind of keeping me going as far as, like, social media goes. If I didn't have the podcast, I'd probably just wipe off the face of the earth again, which I'm used to doing. But (laughs) So, um, currently, I am sitting out in my van. It's 50 degrees right now. It was 40 degrees in here. I got my Mr. Buddy heater going right now. Got my socks off. Got the window cracked so I don't die of carbon monoxide poisoning. Even though Mr. Buddies are relatively safe, I've seen reviews of them online of people literally in rooms with the windows closed and everything running these things and testing out the levels of carbon monoxide. And the levels aren't deadly. So Mr. Buddy heaters are rather safe. Um, I've been getting a lot of questions about propane lately, and honestly, guys, propane is like one of those things where I was worried about it going into van life, you know, I didn't want something flammable in my van, I'm like, oh my god, that's crazy, you know, it's scary, what if it leaks out, what if you breathe in, what if you die, I don't know a single person who's ever had an issue with propane, um, it's the only difference between, you know, natural gas that goes to your house and propane is it's in propane is condensed into a liquid form and put in a canister um it i mean if anything you know it's hard piped to your house i mean it's the same like if you had a propane tank underneath of your van and it was piped into your van it's literally the same thing as having a propane tank in your van i mean if it would explode, I mean, when have you ever heard of a propane tank exploding anyway? But if it were to explode, obviously it'd be better to explode outside of the van. <laughs> but, you know, if it's going to leak, propane has a distinct smell to it. You're going to smell propane. So you have enough time to get up and get out and get out of your van. And if you have a carbon monoxide detector, which you better... Um, I just actually got one, so I shouldn't even be talking shit. <laughs> I'm that guy. But, yeah. Um, propane's safe to have in your van. As long as you're careful with it, as long as your connections are good, and you turn it off and all that good stuff, and, you know, you're careful and you're not a dumbass, you're good to go. Today we are drinking... Yeah, it's my last beer. Two roads, a little heaven. I forgot to get beer when I was down... near where I used to live, LBI. I'm up in Eatontown down now. But, whatever. I got one beer left. It's for the podcast. Two roads, a little heaven. Here's to taking the road less traveled. Oh, yeah! Okay. So, today, I wanted to touch base on something i haven't talked about in a while um i mean i guess i have i i talk about it a little bit um my anxiety and um how it's been lately and um i don't know 
I guess people experience, you know, different anxiety. With my anxiety, I guess it's like a mixture of my um, PTSD because I was in a really bad car accident when I was 19. And ever since then, like, my... I kind of had a short fuse and, like... But I couldn't help it. It was like a fight-or-flight mode in my body. And um, what happens to me when I get anxiety is, like, I feel, like, the chemistry in the center of my chest. Like, I feel, like, a tightness come on, like a grip. And I feel my heart start to beat really fast. And, you know, I get... My pits get sweaty. And I just get very anxious. And I don't like to be around people. And I get um, social anxiety a lot. I can't tell you how many places I've driven to and sat out front and just not even gone inside. Or have gone inside and completely just turned around and walked right out. But what I've been noticing lately... Um, now that I've been focused and I have something to do, um, my anxiety has been really, really good. There has been triggers here and there, especially with everything going on in the world, but that my mind has been occupied with something else and I just don't get it anymore. Um, I'm more focused on building out my, my new van now since I got my van done with but I just wanted to share that because like I wanted people to know that there is hope because you know a year ago I literally had debilitating anxiety I couldn't work I couldn't do anything like I felt like an absolute pussy but I literally could not control my emotions and I was just like I was all over the place and I needed a huge reset and a big break from life um yeah, if you've listened to my podcast, you know my story. But, you know, I was looking... Yeah, I, I mean, I did an entire podcast about it, but... I was really looking back at this year and, like... <sighs> I mean, yeah, I would have changed a lot, but... Super grateful. And, um... Another thing I wanted to talk about was I was watching TikToks the other day and this dude, Jesse, I put it on my story actually, if you saw it with Jesse, I guess his name's Spiller, Spice, Hitler, something like that. Um, I don't really know too much about him. I've seen him on different podcasts. I know his story a little bit. I know how he lived with um, David Goggins for like, a month or something like that and he wrote a book about it you know how to live with a navy seal and and um it was him talking about how you know people always want so much experience before they start something and i feel like that's why people are afraid to start something because they feel like they need experience because you know obviously you do but um and he, he went on to say, like, if you want to start an apparel company, um, by the time you start it, you know, there's eight other people that have started ahead of you, you know? Like, he's a big believer in just getting your foot in the door and just getting started and figuring it out as you go. And it really resonated with me because that's kind of what I'm doing now. And, you know, I deal with a lot of criticism and a lot of stuff said. 
it's mostly said behind my back, but I know it's said, <laughs> you know. And, um, you know, I did have the opportunity to go and work at a, you know, professional van building company. And, you know, he offered to, you know, teach me a lot. And I would, I definitely 100% would have learned probably, you know, more than anywhere else that I could possibly learn. You know, it's like going to school. But the idea of everything that they've already gone through and learned to get to where they where they're at those those are very important to me i know a lot of people want to skip those and bypass those but i come from a family business and i've literally seen my parents start a business from spreading stone into selling hot tubs and now they're you know number one dealers on the east coast you know biggest dealerships in new jersey and i've seen them start with absolutely nothing and just grow and grow and it's my it's you know my dad coming home all pissed off and all upset like literally cried at work because i remember that i was like 10 years old eight, eight or 10 years old because he accidentally slipped with the forklift and put it right through the side of a hot tub and it's just like mistakes like that and learning from that and being alert next time you're on the hot tub so like that doesn't happen again or like nobody else gets hurt and just learning all of that stuff that's super important i guess we can call it experience so right now i am kind of just learning as i go i'm watching a shit ton of youtube videos thank god for my van uh, you know how many things i had to rebuild on this and and when i say rebuild it's like i just take it out and i put in something new and it's like it's not it's not like it's messed up or anything like that um but you know i ripped out the side of my the whole right side of my van the driver's side of my van i rebuilt that and then i came home and then i ended up basically rebuilding it again and then building the whole back end of my van with a indoor and outdoor shower and you know sometimes you do something and it takes three or four times for you to mess up like the the toilet that i have in the back the slide i have this locking mechanism on it and it's a good locking mechanism, but the thing that I'm using to unlock it is not good. So it's messing up the locking mechanism. And then the doors keep opening and closing. And I don't want to put gas-powered hinges on it because I want the doors to be able to open all the way, to swing open all the way. And when you put hinges on it, it won't be able to do that. So I have to find a new cabinet locking mechanism and i've seen like the child safety ones and like the magnet ones and stuff like that but it's like the way my cabinet is designed only one area i can use a locking mechanism on and it has to be the right kind of one and i don't want something to look out of the ordinary because i have like the hardware on it just matches and it looks really nice and i'm very particular with that so still trying to find you know the right thing and the next time I go to build a toilet, I'll, you know, no. It's like, so 
I didn't necessarily. Uh... So like the easy road for me would have been to go work for this van building company, learn all this stuff, and then you know a year later I can go out and you know start my own business, and I would just would have been busting out vans, blah 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 blah, but. the thought of learning the thought of starting it on my own and making all the mistakes and learning as i go and then building i just it's just more appealing to me it i mean i hope <laughs> no i think i'll be you know i don't like owing people things either you know i'm i'm kind of my own person i like to learn I don't, I don't want ever, I don't like people holding things over me. I don't want ever, anyone to ever think, oh, they're in that position because of me. Like, I just don't like that. And I'm constantly surrounded by narcissistic people. So it's like, I gotta watch out for that because I am susceptible to that. <laughs> I'm just kind of mumbling now. But, um,. Things have been good. I just finished up this van. It's pretty much completely done now. I just have the corners of the grout to push some caulk in there. Spread that. And then I got the curtain coming in soon. I just put the new solar charge controller in. I just put in two new solar panels on the roofs. So now I have 600 watts. So yeah, it's ready for sale. Um, ready to go to a new owner. I put a lot of hard work and a lot of hours in this van. Everything's sanded nice. Everything's oiled. Everything's treated. All the cubbies are freaking nice as hell. All the cabinetry's nice. Everything came out really good. I'm honestly really proud of this build. I wasn't proud of it in the beginning. I cut a lot of corners, but I tore all that shit out and I put all new shit in and I really took my time with it. See, I didn't build this van originally to sell it. I just, my goal was to get the van built and go out and find myself. I didn't see myself. <clears throat> I mean, it was an idea I, I had set into my head. Maybe I'll meet someone along the way and I'll be able to work for a van company, build my, build out vans and blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, actually that, that did happen. But, <laughs> but yeah, this van I wasn't expecting ever to sell. I was just going to keep it forever. But I took really good care of it. The shower system's pretty cool. Um, if you ever want to shower in, inside, I'm waiting for the shower curtain too that's coming in the mail. You just got to crack the back doors a little bit and crack the windows and turn on the fan so the exhaust from the shower system doesn't kill you. <laughs> so that's probably the only downfall. But, I mean, if you're ever cooking inside your van, you have to do the same exact thing. So it's not really a big deal, so to say. Um, but... Yeah, it's ideally for outside showers. Um, I see this van going to someone in California, honestly. Take out to the desert or something. We got the shower system right off the back. Boom. Nice and clean. 
It's got an epic electrical system now. Plenty of power. You'll never run out. Big old water tank. This thing's ready to go, man. New owner. All he's got to do is turn the key and peace out. It's honestly, I'm really looking forward to working with clients as well in the in the future. You know, sitting down with them and like having them with all these ideas they can just throw at me and I'm just like, you know, then I can can be creative and that's something I'm looking forward to as well. Um, I keep going back to the thought of, you know, should I get back into flipping houses and just do that because I make more money doing that. And I don't want to do something just because I make a lot of I'll make a lot of money doing it. Like if I buy a house and I flip it on the side while I'm building vans, like then I'll be happy. But I love the fact that this is mine. I had this dream in my head. I had this idea. I had this vision. I went out. I built the van. I met all these people. I did all this. Hold on. Let me close my window real quick. I actually don't give a shit anymore. Uh, I like peace and quiet when I record my podcast, but whatever. So, finding something that was mine was kind of everything to me. Um, you know, I had guitar and everything like that. But this is really special to me, you know. Somebody can call me up and ask me a question, and, and I know I can answer it. I'm, yeah. I'm really stoked for the future. I'm really stoked for this podcast as well. Once I get out of here in, hopefully, I'm hoping, March. All said and done. Um, I literally have a list in my head of all these people I want on my podcast. And I, hopefully I'm going to meet up with all them on my way driving out to Cal California. And then meeting up with more people to have on my podcast out in California. Um, so yeah, this year I'm going to be focusing on... I mean, yeah, I got to grow my social media. I got to grow Instagram. If you listen to my last podcast, you know I'm kind of fed up with... Instagram and I think it's just because of all the negativity and everything that's going on like I really had to ask myself why do you have Instagram Shane because you go on and you just shake your head at, at people it's like people don't even know like it's it's unreal some of some of the stories and posts that I see from people some of the things that come out of people can't even say come out of people's mouth some of the people things that people write is just it is unreal. It's unreal. And, um, so yeah. And I'm some, you know, I'm an empath. And I really get affected by things. And, you know. So I just have to take Instagram. I had to block so many people's um, stories just so I didn't ingest that negativity. Like, a lot of people's. <laughs> I unfollowed a lot of people, too. Um, which I don't like doing. 
you know um you know i have a lot of people that i'm still following that i have such ridiculous different beliefs than but that's okay because they're not spewing out you know toxicity if you're if you're spewing out toxicity i'm not about that shit um if you're about like cancel culture and stuff like that i'm not about that shit cuz as crazy as people sound we need that crazy because that crazy keeps us balanced and it makes us question when we're not questioning when we're just being told something that's scary and i hope we never get to that point in america but that is all i'll say about that we are probably just going to keep this one short and sweet today my last podcast my friend hillary had pointed out that it was one hour 11 minutes and 11 seconds which i did not plan at all she's pretty cool hopefully she's done her second episode by now um shout out to hillary green.van.go really fun to follow honestly she um plays saxophone she says she was out in the desert the other night playing saxophone and somebody yelled can you shut up or something like that (laughs) And I know that feeling. I hate to laugh, but like I know that feeling like when I'm playing guitar and like I'm annoying somebody and like But how funny is that moment really? Like it's that that'll be a moment to remember forever because like somebody went out to the desert to like, you know, relax and get peace and quiet and you just hear Hillary ripping her saxophone off in the distance. Like that is so cool. <laughs> Keep playing, seriously. Keep making videos. I need to start making more content. TikTok and Instagram. I just really have not been feeling it lately. I'm going to post in the morning. That's when I'm going to release this episode. And I'm just trying to think of... You know, a caption in my head. What am I going to write about? This and that. And it's just like... I know that... I got into... my You know, my Instagram is pretty much all about van life. But that's not just all about who I am. I guess I'm going through an identity crisis. I am with the name of this podcast, too. The Inner Stoke Podcast. Because, like... My idea in the beginning was to have guests on and something that I could have done in the beginning. Um, but you know, COVID hit and everything happened. And so now I'm kind of kind of battling with it. I'm like, okay, Shane, well, you're not always stoked. So you can't just go on here and then can't just complain about things and blah, blah, blah. And just rant this and that. It's like, you know, the whole reason of your podcast is, you know, blah, blah, blah. So it's like, I'm, kind of struggling with the whole podcast and the identity of it and what I want it to be and this and that but should I change the name you know the Shane Dennis podcast even though that name's already taken I guess the guy was like a famous baseball player or something like that and he has a podcast I probably have more no I'm just kidding I don't like to say that (laughs) 
<laughs> but um, yeah, I really want this podcast to go somewhere. So, gotta figure that out. Also, I guess I mean my logos. I guess already been decided. You know, with the shaka, I like it because it has the anchor on it. My friend designed it for me. Um, but I see so many people with a shaka, and I don't really want that as my logo and my emblem. I think it's cool. Um, but I started, you know, and then I was like, the the other day I was like, okay, why don't. Why don't I just twist it around? I'll 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 have it facing the other way so you can see the inside of the hand instead of the outside of the hand. So I paid this kid a hundred and fifty freaking dollars, this illustrator. And he came up with an epic design. It was awesome. I approved it. And literally five, five minutes later, I'm going through stories. And I come across this guy I follow, Art for the Wanderer, who hopefully I'm going to have on the podcast. Um, follow him on TikTok, too. Um, and he's got the Shaka facing the same way that I just paid $150 for, with the knuckles as mountains. And it was a little bit cooler than mine. And he actually designed it himself. And I was just like, okay, there goes $150 and there goes that idea. Because his is cooler and he did it before me. <laughs> I probably saw his and then forgot about it and then, you know, had it in my head and then thought it was my idea or something like that. <laughs> um, I've done that with lyrics before with like songs I've written. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> then I go and listen to the song and I'm like, oh, okay, that's where I got that from. <laughs> so it does happen. But yeah, I got to come up with. You know, like, there's this guy, uh, Ben Gravy, and he has this, his emblem is a pineapple, and it's like a skull pineapple, and he doesn't even need to write Ben Gravy, he can just have the skull and pineapple, and if somebody knows who Ben Gravy is, if they see the skull and pineapple, they know who that's for, and that's what I want, I want to brand myself with, with a logo or an emblem that people know. And if somebody sees that, you know, they know it's the Interstoke podcast. Like, if I mean, everybody in the world knows who Joe Rogan is, but his podcast, the emblem is him with, like, a third eye, and he's just, like, making this crazy face and just says J-R-E on it. It's, like, just pretty cool, which I wouldn't mind having something similar to that. But if you're an artist and uh, you're awesome at logos and coming up with those ideas and stuff like that give me a shout out <laughs> um yeah see if we can get something going It'd be dope but i have masks coming out which honestly i think are gonna look epic i'm just waiting to approve the design and then we're gonna have a whole bunch of masks which i'm probably just gonna give away for free um probably just charge shipping actually i can do flat rate shipping with them i just put in put them in an envelope um but yeah that's something that you have to do i i must have given away you know 15 
to 20 t-shirts that I paid for. And it's just what you got to do with your business. I'm probably going to give them all away, honestly. All the masks, all the t-shirts. Until I get to a point where people actually want to buy my shit. <laughs> I mean, I get a few here and there, but it's not like... It's not like you think it's going to be. But... I think it's going to be a good year. See, I think it's it's only going to be a good year if you want it to be. If you think it's going to be a shitty year, it's going to be a shitty year for you. But I refuse to let a virus and a, you know, election and, you know, the internet and shit determine how I feel and how my year, you know, the outcome of my year is. So, I'm just going to keep charging. And I hope you guys do the same. We have a few things that I. My body is just so tired. I've literally been working every day, doing something in the van, doing something. And I'm like, at this point, it's just like, I need a vacation. My body is so tired. But I just traveled for an entire year, so I'm going to have to suck it up. I want to start waking up earlier than I have been. I mean, I wake up at 7, 7.30 every morning. But I used to be a 5 o'clock guy. And um, I just feel like my whole day is wasted. So I think I'm going to start getting up at 5 again. Um, typically then, yeah, I'd be going to sleep at like 10 o'clock. So well, that's going to be hard to juggle podcasts. It's uh, another thing. Like, I get home at 8 o'clock, then I gotta cook dinner, and then it's like, okay, then I gotta record a podcast. But, this is, this is what the hustlers do. <laughs> so, we're just gonna keep chugging along. Yeah, I think this is gonna be it for this week's podcast. Hopefully I'm gonna have a guest on, um this week i'm gonna to try to do two a week from now on and then i hopefully have a pretty big guest coming on within the next couple of weeks stoked on that one um really cool person does some really cool shit hopefully i can share that with you guys um yeah that's it i'm just basically just trying to survive right now and keep my social medias going until I get back on the road and I can really start pushing out more content and good content and I can start, you know, getting the creative juices going. But right now there's just a lot of cutting of wood, a lot of pulling of wires, a lot of all that stuff, <laughs> drilling. So hopefully I can, uh, I miss Bucky. In my podcast right now, he'd be snoring. Um, sucks. I come like whenever I think of him, I get I get like I get like still, and I just sit there and like I'm just like I cannot believe that he's not here with me. He's not here. You know, I can't hold him. I can't touch him. It's like a really really weird thing. Like I've dealt with death before. But this one is a lot different because this dog was with me all day, every single day from the day he was born. 
and not, you know, knowing that he's not here anymore. It's like really, really, really tough. But I know, you know, when Millie goes, you know, he's waiting for her and then, you know, I'll meet them up there one day. I do believe that, you know, we don't just have dogs in our lives and then we never see them again. So, don't want to end on a bad note. What what kind of note can I end on? Um, any exciting news out there? Yes, actually, there is a caravan of eight thousand people, Honduras people, walking to the United States because Joe Biden said that the first one hundred days. No one will be deported. There is 8,000 people walking to our borders during a... Do I even have to say it? During a pandemic. That's terrifying. <laughs> oh... You know, I am all for bringing people into America. I think it makes our country stronger. Um, but during a pandemic, I'm not exactly crazy about. And, um, you know, it's interesting, like, what will, what, What's going to happen? So we have this massive wall. So they're only going to be coming in places that we know of. And and by the way, <laughs> let me remind people that in 2006, Senator Obama, Senator Schumer, Senator Clinton, all, all of them voted for the wall. You can Google it. All of them. Obama, Hillary, and Schumer all voted for the wall. Now all of a sudden it's racist. Wonder why. But, you know, a lot of people argue about the wall and call, you know, there's a wall around the White House right now, which is kind of funny. <laughs> but, um, See, I don't look at it as keeping, you know, the good people out. I look at it because the good people, are we're going to let them in. Um, the bad people, they're going to get in no matter what. They're going to learn how to, you know, dig, all that stuff. But it's the victims. There is 20,000 women and children smuggled into the United States. From the Mexican border each year and sold into human trafficking, sex trafficking, human trafficking, whatever it is. 20,000. That's a big number. I think that after the wall was built, I think we we're going to start to see those numbers go down a little bit. And I've had tried to have this conversation with people before. They're like, wow, it's nice of you to point out the only good thing about the wall. It's like, no, you have no idea. Like, 
It is literally gunshots across the road. You know, like, literally there are no border walls. People are just coming in and out with, you know, could be your daughter. <laughs> you don't know. But I'm just, I'm all for keeping America great. And I think that we have such an amazing country with such opportunities that people do really take advantage of it. And we need to protect it. And it's often called racist or whatever and this and that but the truth is we have 8,000 people looking for a better life walking towards our country during a national pandemic where we're not even allowed to have you know more than what is it like 8 people or so 6 people in a house at a time It's like, what else, man? What else? A tsunami? Are we going to get hit with a tsunami next? <laughs> I think we're all just trying to, like, heal and get back to normal. And, um... We just keep getting hit with this bullshit. I mean, not a good start. Mr. President. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, I'm just going to keep this one short and sweet tonight. Hope you guys enjoyed my rant, and um, I'll catch you on the next one.